It is 22 minutes after the hour here on the Drunk Large Radio Show, and we're pleased. You know what? I'm going to, I'm going to, yeah, no, no need for me to have redundant posts. Don't you see? No need for me to have redundant posts. Or, uh, you know what? I may still be in Facebook jail. That post that I just shared disappeared. It's gone. Oh, I may still be in Facebook jail. Don't know what to tell you. I may still be in Facebook jail. I'll have to figure this out later. All right. So anyway, uh, you know, I, I got to tell you something. It's 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 disturbing. <laughs> yeah, I may still because I did unless I unless I deleted the post, but I thought I said I was going to keep the post. Let me see. Let me see if I can share this. <laughs> share it to a group. See if I can share this post. Post. Okay. It says it was successfully shared. Now let me go there. So you'll never guess what happened at the uh, forum last night that was organized by... Um, John DePietro. Believe it or not, and I'm not surprised at all. <laughs> I see. Aha. I think somebody has disabled a specific posting of mine. Because the thing I said, they did not post that. Facebook said it did not post it because it looked like spam and it has been disabled. So I just clicked the button that said it's not disabled. I mean, it's not spam. Okay, we'll review. We'll review this post against our community standards. Oh, wow. You commit the crime, Rich, you got to pay the time. You know what? I wonder whether or not a post that I put out there was designated as spam by somebody. So that post now is going to be considered spam everywhere I put it. It's a post about our good friend David Scannell. Maybe I'll have to read it over the air. David Spannell? Yeah, yeah, David Spannell. Uh, you know, I live in Ward 2, and I'm getting a little tired of, of David's land of make-believe, and I wrote an article about it. And uh, it was actually while I was posting that article that I got the you're in Facebook jail message. And uh, well, so maybe we'll do that. David, he actually did, just to prove that he actually listens to this radio show, he actually did show up last night, but he left early for the class that he was originally not going to be able to attend to the forum for. And there was a part in that thing where we get this yes or no question. I'm always hesitant to answer yes or no questions, but it was yes or no, you know, uh, would you support the city of Manchester paying tuition uh, for kids, for its school kids to attend schools like Pinkerton or Dairyfield? And people went around, they said yes, they said no. I don't remember exactly who said yes and who said no, so I'm not going to, I'm not going to make the mistake, but I said yes. So David Scannell takes to his Facebook page to talk about how I enthusiastically endorsed spending our tax dollars to send our kids to other public schools. The goal should be to adequately fund Manchester's public schools. You know where I stand on this. Well, 
I'll give him a mulligan because he wasn't around because at a later time after he left, uh, actually specifically during the closing statement, and it was taped by Manchester Public TV, so you can you can see what I'm talking about. I said, I, you know, in my closing, I said, yeah, there are two issues that I want to come back with as I close here. I said, the first one is why I answered yes on that, you know, on that question about paying tuition for kids to go to Pinkerton or to, uh, uh, or to other, other public schools and I, or other schools. And I said, pretty simple. I'm assuming that if we would pay tuition to send our kids to those schools under some sort of a choice model, that we would be recruiting kids from their communities to come to our schools. So I didn't view it as an export uh, exporting of, uh, of our tax dollars to other schools. I viewed it as a situation where we could bring tax dollars and students in from other schools to take advantage of the many wonderful programs that exist in Manchester School District. I'm not afraid to compete with, uh, with, with uh, surrounding towns. And neither should anybody else. We just need to figure out how to get our act together so that we market ourselves uh, to those communities and let them know what's available here in the Queen City. But this is this is the sleight of hand that leads people to to enthusiastically enthusiastically support. Let me let me actually go find it. Let's see. I don't think I've been blocked from this page yet. Love all these people who want dialogue but block you from their page. Yes. Before having to leave for a long scheduled class, I took part in this event. The big takeaway was the bipartisan rejection of the suggestion that Manchester taxpayer dollars should be used to support tuition payments to Pinkerton Academy and the Dairyfield School. He actually wrote the Deerfield School. I was disappointed that Rich Gerard, a school board member who lives in Ward 2, enthusiastically supported the notion. Adequate funding for our Manchester public schools is what this election is about. You know where I stand. I did put up a comment. I said, well, David, I'll give you a mulligan on this one since you left early. As you know, we were only allowed to answer yes or no to the question. So I'm not sure how I was enthusiastically in favor of anything, let alone sending our taxpayer dollars anywhere. Should you watch the video of the event, you'll see that I later explained my answer by saying my assumption was that if we were paying tuition to other schools, then we'd be recruiting kids from those communities to come to our schools and they'd be paying tuition to us. I also said I assumed tuition would be capped at the city's per pupil cost with with parents responsible for anything above that as they do in Hooksit. Unlike some, I am confident that Manchester schools can compete with the best of them. We just need to get our house in order and do what's necessary to market our programs to kids who'd be interested in them. Imagine buildings full of kids who want to be there because they've chosen to be there, not because they were made to be there. Sounds like kid-centered education to me. Anyway, um, so this this is this is what passes today uh, <laughs> for uh, enthusiasm. Anyway, um, so since there seems to be an issue with this article that I uh, am trying to post with it being designated as spam, which mystifies me, let me uh, let me share it with you, because I I, I think this is part of the the dialogue. And, you know, I won't get into too much detail, but uh, Mr. Scannell was uh, literally some of the stuff that he said last night i know i've heard come out of the mouths of other candidates uh and he was acting like it was his own (laughs) which i think is kind of a problem but this is what i wrote the race for school board in ward two 
is the kind of contest that makes most political observers cringe and giggle. It features venerable incumbent Deborah Gang in Langton and her opponent David Scannell, a self-aggrandizing leftist ideologue willing to say anything to make himself look relevant, if not impressive. A former aide to Mayor Robert A. Baines, a, a former executive director of the New Hampshire Democratic Party and an English teacher, Scandal's had a lot of time to practice mastering the art of deception. As proof, let's take a look at just one of the propaganda pieces he's published. At the end of July, Scandal distributed a Dear Neighbor piece and published an identical companion called Fighting for Manchester Kids on social media. In it, he made a number of claims that artfully created a series of straw man issues he lionized himself for knocking down. Of course, none of it made Langton an effective advocate for constructive change look she looks like she had a clue or even cared. <clears throat> In stating he would be a, quote, force for positive change, Scandal quoted his false public complaint made last September, accusing the superintendent search committee, which Langton chaired, of wanting to prevent Manchester's citizens from fully participating in the selection process for a new school superintendent because he alleged there was, and that was a quote, by the way, because he alleged there was only one opportunity for the public to meet and question the superintendent candidates. Not one for fanfare. Langton privately responded to Scandal with an email advising him that in addition to the evening he, uh, the evening hearing he referenced in his public testimony, each of the principals hosting the superintendent candidates had been asked to, quote, invite parents, students, staff, and whomever else they believed should attend, end quote, because the committee had arranged for a 15 to 20 minute Q&A session at each school and that all present would be asked to complete an evaluation form. Undeterred from his narrative, Scannell replied by commenting, uh, commending Langton for, quote, making these adjustments and now as a candidate claims credit for changes that were not made because the committee followed its original plan. <clears throat> Another piece of eye-popping propaganda in the flyer was that he fought to prevent drug addiction because he wrote an opinion piece criticizing members of the school board for wanting the administration to notify parents of surveys that queried their kids about drug use, sexual activity, and a variety of other behaviors. Notification required by board policy, state law, and federal law. He claimed censorship because administrators were taken to task for failing to properly notify parents of their right to review the survey in advance and opt their students out. What's really bizarre about him extolling his own virtue in preventing drug addiction is that while working as the spokesman for the school district, which he, be, which he did between working for Baines and the Democratic Party, he voted as a state rep to decriminalize marijuana. He ultimately resigned over intense criticism of that vote, uh, that his vote was taken in conflict with the district's anti-drug policies. According to Tim Rourke, then executive director of Making It Happen, a teen drug and alcohol prevention outfit that works with the Manchester School District, Scandal's vote sent, quote, a dangerous message that marijuana use is not a big deal. That was quoted from the New Hampshire Sunday News on March 23rd, 2008. As if this wasn't enough, Scandal's biggest claim to superhero status is that he saved Central High. Again, quoting from his own opinion piece and praising his social media prowess, he claimed to, quote, prod the board of mayor and aldermen to pass a resolution vowing to save Central. Reading this proud pronouncement, one might think the little green was in danger of being closed, and thank God he came to the rescue. In fact, he did little more than overreact to some thinking out loud comments that came from a talk show. 
While there had been some informal and non-official discussion over what to do about the loss of 3,200 students from Central Weston Memorial over the past 11 years, there was and has since been no proposal to close Central. Nonetheless, he attacked Langton because she, quote, remained silent in the face of a non-existent threat. And asking people to vote for him, Scannell proclaimed himself a fighter and claimed he, quote, hoped to be able to fight on your behalf as a member of the Board of School Committee. What the record shows is that Scannell is really a shadow boxer who throws low blows using distorted, non-existent claims from the land of make-believe. So that was the post that I was sending around when I got Facebook jailed. <laughs> and uh, I wonder whether or not that uh, that uh, commentary uh, was viewed as dangerous by maybe, oh, I don't know, some of the usual complainers who decided it was spam, marked it as such in whatever posts they went to, and uh, tried to hobble my ability to share that uh, that document. We'll give it a, a try or two. But in the meantime, it's at the top of ohmyblog at com. If you would share it to your page, your groups, or others who are interested in Manchester politics, especially if you live in and around Manchester Ward 2, we sure would appreciate the help. This is Gerard at Large. 